Why is it streaming so far behind? Once his face decided she, what he wanted a white girl. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it starting with that. <laughs> Demonetized. Three people concurrently watching. Oh, one left. They must have heard the white girl comment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you wearing a Ghost Recon shirt? I am. How did you know? Look out thingy on the back that has Ghost Recon. Does it say skull. Ghost Recon? I didn't know that. It's Ghost Recon skull. It's got llama. Llama de oro. Don't know what that is. It means another language. <laughs> yep. okay, I don't know what language. And it's in a, in a language. <laughs> we got these really nice pillows that nobody can see. They can kind of see my. This is my Valentine's Day present. You got a taco. Kim got me a taco. Oh no! <laughs> Sad taco. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that you can't. The tacos. The pillows you can't buy right now. Ugh, Lou's already asking for dicks out. Ah, it's chroming out. What's <laughs> well, chroming out? You're chroming out. The pillow. There's no, there's Look. no Nate. Nate does not exist. <laughs> I'm not here. I've become the pillow. <laughs> so did you see, there's a meme. It's it's a picture of, of uh, a, a Brack. You know Brack? Brack. From Space Ghost? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, man, February, perfect month for my history. <laughs> yes, I've seen it. <laughs> Brack history month. Brack history. If you didn't get it, do you have your bag at your feet where it can constantly make noise? We're live. How dare! Hi, and welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. That's your host, Chris, <laughs> and I'm Nate. <laughs> 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 We sometimes sound like we're high. And that's why I don't do the intro. <laughs> no energy. Yeah, if you scroll back through the volume, it was like this. And then I said, Chris. And he's like, Nate. <laughs> do you want to use that one or do you want to restart? We can use it. Okay, good. As long as you're okay with it. I want to make sure that you're comfortable. These pillows are not as comfy as I hoped they would be. It's they just kind of Red exist. Bowl, dude. They're just there to put your shit on other shit. Not anymore. I am off of Redbubble. That's right, we're on Etsy. We took everything off of Redbubble because they pulled another one of my things. Oh, yeah. And uh, literally in the same day, they were like, hey, we're pulling your your hand-drawn whatever. Um, But then also was like, look at these top sellers. And most of them were just literal screenshots from TV shows. Do you remember the Itadaki Moss thing you made with the taco? Bell logo. Yes. Yeah, I like wanted to put that on a shirt, but I'm like, copyright infringement. I made. I actually made that. I thought you I just made, made the joke in my head. No, you made a picture that says Itadaki Moss. Oh wait, no, I didn't Bell make Fon. that. Somebody else that? did. Someone else. Yeah, did? Yeah, 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 yeah. You would have really gotten in trouble. Oh yeah. I made. I had seen it, Our and I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal people's works of art. Chris Brown, Eric Carter. What? Aaron Carter definitely didn't steal shit. Oh, of course he didn't. He, he didn't. Bought he bought the artwork. He bought the artwork. And then retouched it. With his dick. That's a weird way to retouch stuff digitally, but okay. That's, he actually, it's a uh, brush. He made a custom brush. Well, he didn't make the brush. He stole it from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so he stole, stole the art. And then stole the asset. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
what was it, tigers or something? I don't know. Stole He stole the art, stole the asset he used to retouch the art, and then reposted his own artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out he didn't even repost it. He took it from another account, and oh, then... Boy. No, I'm checking. That's like going to DeviantArt and just right-click, save image as. I mean, I do save... <laughs> I used to save a lot of DeviantArt pictures, but not to do anything with except make my background. Like my... And fap. My, um... You can fap? Uh, <laughs> my keyboard background is a picture from online. Gotcha. Uh, I can never remember the artist's name. I, I just refound him on the Instagrams and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, this is a podcast about games and entertainment. <laughs> Not about people saying fuck you to making original artwork, but also being perfectly fine with copyrighted material being sold for money. Yay! And we're here now. Uh, so, as you can see, I do not have the topics up on there. That's because I have them open on my phone. I had them open That's on my phone. That's a good thing I got glasses. Yeah, I just realized. <laughs> I Ever since he came downstairs, I've been trying to figure out why he looks weird. I'm like, did he do something with his beard? No, as you can tell, if you're watching, it's, you know, scraggly. Uh, <laughs> neither of us have a well-kept beard right now. No. Give it some time. Um... But it's because he doesn't have Unabomber glasses on. He just has glasses. Harry Potter glasses. Yes. Draw on a little. Is it that high? I don't know. I don't remember. It's supposed to be on his forehead. Was it? Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. How are you doing, Nate? I'm doing. You doing any any good any good video game or movie or TV insert entertainment? Well, as I told you before we recorded, I finally finished The Witcher 3. It only took how many hours? 174 hours of gameplay. And that's why I have not played Witcher. <laughs> so, the th- I played it a different way than I expect most people to play it. You'll probably just want to get through the story and be done. Well, that's the problem. I normally, in mm-hmm. those open world kind of games, I've never beaten Skyrim. Okay. Because all I did was fuck around. It's like it's like Grand Theft Auto. You give me an open world, I want to explore. The, the thing shit is, out of that is even world. if you want to explore stuff in this game, everything that's marked on the map is something to do. So it's like it's never like you just wander, aiming around. I'm mixing up my words here. Wander around aimlessly. Yeah. Um, just looking at pretty shit in the world. Everywhere you go, there's an objective to complete, basically. Um, I also had the Blood and Wine and the Hearts of Stone expansion, so that was a whole lot more content to play through. Each of those expansions is a good 20 to 40 hours of gameplay on their own. Um, they introduced new mechanics in each one, um, whole new stories <coughs> to go through, whole new characters to meet and mess around with. So I did all that, and then I came back and completed the main story of the game afterwards, and I got, I guess, what you can consider the bittersweet ending, which I won't spoil. There's three major Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Um, is that's there the bad ending. Is there an actual everyone dies ending? You can get a bad ending where everybody dies. Cool. I Including Geralt. <laughs> you can get an ending where Geralt Girl. dies. Um, so, there's a bad ending, there's like a bittersweet ending, and there's a good ending. Um, the one I got is more in the middle, the bittersweet one. Um, Symphony? But, it was, uh, I'll say that the juice was worth the squeeze in this case. I had 174 hours of game, <laughs> game time. What? Another. I've never heard anybody say that before that was really? under the age of 90. Oh, well, I'm old. <laughs> Far older than you could possibly know. Far older. Um, but 
it's a fun game all around. Combat is solid, if not sometimes even enjoyable. The only thing I didn't like is by the time I did get to the end of the main story, I was so over-leveled that the last boss fight was only annoying because the boss teleports everywhere. Other than that, every time he teleported somewhere, I just ran up to him and smacked him with my sword until he ran away from me again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, it's a fun game if you haven't played it yet. I know it saw a resurgence after the TV show had aired and finished. You're talking about a resurgence. That shit... Well, both 552 percent increase in sales. Yeah, the game and the books both went ridiculous. CG Project Red basically sold a five-year-old game again. <laughs> really um, nice of them. So, or nice for them. It's it's worth a playthrough. I enjoyed it, and the only thing else spoil—it's not really a spoiler. It's personal preference. Is uh, I picked Yen despite having plenty of good arguments to pick Triss instead. Can't you pick both? You can pick both, but then it leads to a side quest cutscene where they both just fucking prank you. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. There's no... It's so, like when you try to pick Liara and Ashley in the first Mass Effect, and then you say, why can't I have you both? And Ashley gets pissed off, but Liara's like, I'm down yeah, with that. Yeah, cool, whatever. <laughs> um, so both of them are in the TV show. Yes. Doesn't one of them die already in the TV show? No. I think they're both still alive. Um... Is, uh... The problem with Triss... So it's Yennefer... Triss. Is yeah. Triss the, the plant lady? Sort of. Um... Like, they... The, from yeah. what I got of her in the in the TV show is that she She's seems like poison more ivy. of the alchemist kind of person. But they're both sorceresses. Because you meet her during the, and um, The not-werewolf episode. Yeah. Um... The problem with Triss in the TV show is... I guess people who didn't read the books were upset at the way she was depicted in the TV show because she looks more like how she's described in the book anyway. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. I mean, the TV shows are based more on the book than they are the games. Um, but they expected her to look like some kind of, I guess, almost sexual rival to Yennefer's appearance. And they said she didn't. Some people even said went so far as to say she looks frumpy in the TV show. What? Which no. is an insult to she the actress. Cute. But... Um, no, as far as the books are concerned, Triss was never, like, this sex symbol in Geralt's eyes like Yennefer was. Um, and really, even in the games, the two appearances between both don't compare. Uh, Triss, for all intents and purposes, looks like a very normal woman, where Yennefer looks almost like a supermodel. <laughs> oh, Triss is the one that people online complained about because they made her not white. Yeah, they made her yeah, not white she and she did. didn't have red hair. Which, I mean, Yennefer has fucking porcelain skin in both the books and the game, and her character is very brown in the TV show. So, I have no idea what people are... People will complain. That's all there is to it. People yeah. will fucking complain. I'm done trying to understand why people are complaining. They just will. Um, either way, like I said, game's good. Worth playing. If you have time to invest... I won't say 140, 74 hours into no, it. You can, you can mainline uh, it. But if you want it. to <laughs> mainline the story, that can probably be done in 30 to 40 hours. Why are you tapping your veins like you're fucking drawing blood? Mainline. No. <laughs> mainline the story, man. Uh-huh. Uh, Other than that, Call of Duty Season 2 was the only other thing. Yeah. You're not getting into uh, Season 2 of Fortnite 2? No. I haven't played Fortnite in forever, and I probably never will again. Yeah. 
You could be a buff cat now. That's cool. Yeah, it's a little tiny cat you head. You know what's great about Call of Duty? You can't be a buff cat? When I shoot somebody, they'll turn to a fucking skyscraper. <laughs> I enjoy that ability sometimes. <laughs> uh, as a Minecraft fan, I enjoy being able to build quickly. Man, if they added, like, insta-build shit. Because that was a thing they introduced in mm-hmm. Fortnite was the uh, the skyscraper grenade. Yes. You literally, boom, instant fort. Um, I think it might have just been called instant fort. I don't know. Skyscraper grenade sounds but cooler. It looks like, anyway, as far as Call of Duty is concerned, yes, season two is out. Everyone knows about the battle pass and Ghost and the new weapons and that shit. The interesting thing is if you load up Call of Duty right now, well, back when season two was downloaded, um... There was a new option on the main menu that was just classified. It was locked. No one could select it. What is it now? Nobody knew what it was. It's still nothing. It's still classified. Oh, isn't it But Battle people Royale? suspect it's going to be Battle Royale, and Activision has more or less confirmed. I was going to say, I Battle think Royale. it now has been confirmed. It's going to be a mode called Warzone. And Which is really confusing. It is it's <laughs> not confusing if you just pay attention. <laughs> but well, no, I say it's confusing because I'm, there's Warzone in... Isn't there Warzone in... Battlefront or Battlefield? I guess. And I, I'm pretty sure there's Warzone and Halo. So it's like, hey, we're going to name all of these different game types this. Well, the, um, That's surprising that they're doing the Warzone a map separate map. Thing. is going to take place. The Warzone map itself is actually not a separate map in and of itself. It is a bunch of maps combined. Cobbled together. So... When you were playing the ground war mode, the 32 versus 32 player sort of conquest style game type, each of those maps took place, a lot of them took place in a fictional city in the game called Verdansk. And so do the co-op missions that you can go through as well. Uh, You see things in the trailer for season two, like the stadium in the background and parts of the docks and things like that, that you normally play as separate maps on ground war. Mm -hmm. So that entire map will now be the Warzone map that you play in. So everything from that city all the way out to the fields around it, to some of the woods surrounding it, to the docks, to uh, some of the industrial buildings and things like that. That's actually kind of cool. You could theoretically drop anywhere on that map. Um, They haven't exactly explained how the game type is going to differ from other Battle Royales. I assume most people enjoy the dropping in mechanic of Battle Royales because instead of just being put in a random spawn place and kind of left up to luck, how you get there, there is some strategy in choosing where you go. Well, because it is mm-hmm. one of those, like, even if it were to be, because I think there were mm-hmm. certain game types where it's like, all right, we're going to we're gonna start off here. Mm-hmm. But you could start off there, and with how Battle Royales work, you could pick there, and so mm-hmm. could a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. And that's why I've always enjoyed that, like, all right, we're going to go to whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, two other teams are going there? Fuck that, let's go over to this clear area. Or, like that one time in PUBG, mm-hmm. where I you died before I hit the ground. <laughs> you just stayed in the area. And then I survived. I was like top five in that yes. in that game, right? You just, stayed, you just stayed in the fucking air forever. You never hit the ground. I hit the ground, and then I found a spot, and I, saw, I came through. Oh, nothing here. I got a couple of guns, whatever. Oh, and I was like side... I think you were making fun of how I was on the hill, because mm-hmm. I like broke the physics of laying down, because <laughs> yeah. my body was like, <laughs> like an L shape almost. Um... But they haven't really described how like weapons and attachments and things like that are going to be found. How they how the inventory system is going to work. I assume it's going to be a lot like Black Ops Four Battle Royale, where it's like you can pick up two weapons, you find attachments, you can swap them on weapons if they're compatible. They're shields. Sort of like the way PUBG stuff. works. Yeah. Um, 
they haven't said if there's going to be like perks pickups on the map or anything of that nature. They are. Um, they probably aren't going to add zombies because that's not a. Uh, it's not uh, an Infinity War yeah. thing. That's always been Treyarch's thing. But zombies. Um, they did mention that they're going to take a hiatus one year off of actually making next Call of Duty though. No, that's not true. That's not true. Oh, that's right. We did talk about that. Talked about that. They were going to. They not were do going it. to. Uh, I was going to say, we still have not mm-hmm. heard who it is, though. Yeah. We assume that it's going to be um, Sledgehammer. The thing is, all I know is that the next Call of Duty has a massive hurdle to overcome now that Modern Warfare is out. Um, they have to do something pretty amazing to beat this game, especially with the addition of the Battle Pass now. The Battle Pass is what has ma- helped maintain the player base in Call of Duty for so long. Is people want to play that stuff. The new game modes that they keep adding and the updates that they consistently do every Tuesday, So in, there's a patch to the game. So. That's, that's the one thing, and we've talked about it for years at this point, being like, hey, Call of Duty should just be a platform, almost. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, alright, here's the multiplayer, continuously boom, 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 add more things, change things around, here's new maps, here's new game types. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, it's cool that it sounds like they're doing that with the individual games now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish that they would, especially in a situation where last year we got a yeah. new Call of Duty. It was only multiplayer. Yeah. This year we got a Call of Duty with a campaign, but that multiplayer came out, and I don't, I don't know how many people are still playing the Black Ops, uh, which I'm still mad that it's called Black Ops Four. There's mm-hmm. no reason to call it Black Ops Four when it doesn't in any way continue any storyline. No. Um, I wish that they would adopt the platform idea mm-hmm. have the do the Fortnite thing do the apex thing fuck it because it's call of duty and they can get away with it charge 60 for the base game mm-hmm. and then continue to add to it like an overwatch yeah um but then because you have these other studios you can now have them trade off mm-hmm. doing a story only content like do yeah. a a uh, fuck it, make it a $30... No, it'll probably be 40 mm-hmm. I think um, the issue is just, is just a trend right now. I, I explained this to somebody on Reddit today because they asked, like, well, why are people still supporting bad gaming companies like EA and all this other I mean, stuff like they that? They still make good games. And I was well, like, the problem... Well, EA the is issue, not the word we're talking... Not, the the this issue is simply is, is whether these games are good or bad, they are making products people want to mm-hmm. buy. And so, when you say, like, why are gamers supporting bad companies, they really aren't. Like, the people who self-identify as gamers, who have been playing games all their lives, and who play a lot of games as, like, a main part of their lifestyle, those are the minority of people buying games. Video games, for a lot of people, are just an entertainment thing now. It's become mainstream. It's the, the, the gamers so, that people that there are a lot of the arguments yeah, so of, a lot of people lo- will go out and buy a ps4 just so they can play like nba 2k yeah. like that's what they own their console for and so they don't care if you know ea is a fuck-up company that exploits its workers or anything like that they just want to know when the next nba 2k is coming out so they can play it and, and i see that so much. ea doesn't fuck with nba 2k they don't care i see that mm-hmm. so much where it's like hey i have mm-hmm. an xbox oh you mm-hmm. have xbox what do you play literally just the sports game mm-hmm. and the Call of Duty. All yeah. I care about is the sports game, and I say the sports game because it's one of the three. Yeah. Uh, soon it'll be one of the four because we're getting baseball. I mean, that's now. that's the mainstream gamer though. Now is they play the sports game 
and they maybe play like a popular shooter on there. Yeah. They play games that they know other people play that are popular with their circle. So, like, for your average, like, dude bro style guy, yeah, he's going to play a sports game, he's going to play <laughs> Call of Duty. That's what they fucking play. <laughs> In Forza, they'll play Forza. Forza. You know those dumbasses that love Forza? Dude. <laughs> um, I have hey, a it's post, a beautiful game. I'm I have okay a post on our Golf GTI oh, God, I of a guy who took means. basically the entire dashboard that is in my car and made a racing rig out of it for Forza. That, <laughs> he has a problem. <laughs> and it's got working gauges I in would the also fucking dashboard. Really, oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> I would also love it if right next to that is the, uh, what's the, is it Steel Battalion? What's the giant ass mech game? Oh yeah, Steel or yeah, that's what I think it is. Is it Steel Battalion? Whatever it is, all I know yes. is that I feel like he has. One, he would be one of those. Controllers I know, <laughs> I know you do. Uh, I want to spend thirty minutes flipping switches before I can even take a step. <laughs> and you'll love it. You don't care. <laughs> I do have a chicken horse. Ultimate chicken horse. You didn't play ten games. That was such a fun game. Sorry, my Xbox is on installing a game that my friend told me. I don't know if Lou's still watching. I don't. I doubt it. Uh, Path of Exile. He's been playing it, and I'm like, nah, I'll check it out. Um, I haven't played that before. It's free. Go ahead. It's not on Game Pass. It's just a free game. Oh. Uh, it's like a. It's basically free to play Diablo. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, all I've been playing, because like I, I don't play any of the Call of Duty games. Um, sit back. You're like half off camera. I'm being shot. Help. Um, <laughs> all I've really been playing, I, I've been playing a little bit more of uh, Pokemon Shield. Um, I just, I'm at the point where the next thing I have to do is go and actually fight uh, Leon, I think, is the champion of the this area. Um, I actually went in, because I'm like, ah, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to give it a shot. And I went in and I fought because uh, you have to fight your rival. I, li- I actually like the way it's set up. You have to fight your rival in like an official match kind of thing, and then you have to fight your other rival, who is like one of the gym leaders, si- this one of the gym leader's sisters, who is really nice and isn't that bad of a person. Um, none of the fucking rivals are bad people. <laughs> That's just how it is. Like, Gary Oak is a piece of trash. That's really weird, because it seems like Pokemon for the longest time tried to make your rival into the biggest piece of shit like the first all of the 2d games i feel like that's what it was once it started getting into uh the 3d games it's like hey we're your friends we love you but we want you to lose kinda we're okay if you win um but i'm okay with it all i know is that i went in in no way prepared for these fights i didn't know who who i was fighting i knew the lineup of the one character of hop who was your best friend but I had no idea what the other person's was because I forgot. I'd fought them like multiple times. I just completely forgot what they use. Uh, I only had one Pokemon that was like higher level. My uh, Intellion. Intellion? It was level 60. Mm-hmm. Spy Lizard. <laughs> um, everything else was mid 40s. And I somehow made it through both of those fights without using the level 60 once. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank God. This is great. Everybody leveled up except for the one match where literally everyone died except for one other Pokemon in that, because I literally was like, alright, I'll move you down here so you don't automatically come out. I don't want everybody to be just gaining experience off of you being a 
uh, tank, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm just slowly making my way through that. The story in this game is very disjointed. It's very Pokemon. Well, I feel like it's less it's less together than the previous games. Like more recently, they've I feel like they've been pretty good about being very upfront with what the storyline's going on. You yeah. finding out little bits here and there. This one is very much, hey, you're learning a lot about one thing, one storyline subplot, mm-hmm. but the other subplot is just kind of. I feel like it doesn't get thrown at you until right here near the end of the game. I think it's fair to say that Pokemon in general has a world building problem that they just haven't recovered from. Oh no, they've done really good in the the past. I remember back, way back in the day, like when the first Pokemon movie came out, right? Yeah. And we learned about like Lugia. They forget all, well that's Ancient Pokemon, Pokemon, or second Pokemon movie. We learned about, First one doesn't, you know, they don't have memories of. Basically Mewtwo. fucking, you know, ancient Pokemon and shit like that. Yeah. Like, that was cool, because that means, like, now we're establishing lore of the Pokemon world. And then every That's the time... the anime world. Well, it seems like... Separate continuity. The, even so, it seems like whether it be games or anime, the way Pokemon handles its world building is the world building takes a backseat to the Pokemon creation yeah. Like aspect is they want to make new cool Pokemon and legendaries and then just make up lore for why those things exist. <laughs> X and Y they went so hard in the game. They went so hard in like Pokemon. Well, no, even previous before that it was like Pokemon are the reason why everything exists or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I enjoy the story in X and Y, even though X and Y to me is like baby I mean, ass baby mode for Pokemon. There's fucking Arceus who was you know Pokemon God basically. Which is just funny. Sorry. You can capture and train Pokemon Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's called... Never mind. Um, just imagine you owning the creator of the universe. That's what Pokemon lets you do. It's pure power fantasy. <laughs> it's not even that cool of a Pokemon. <laughs> really, like, that's the worst part. Some of these fucking, like, all-powerful Pokemon have some of the most boring designs to me. Yeah. Like, I like the dogs. They're cute. But they're also not, like, the most powerful Pokemon in the world. No. Um, Rayquaza? That thing's cool. Giant snake thing with arms? Yep. Uh, what's the one? Deoxys? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is a Deoxys? It's got 80 different forms. It's almost as versatile form-wise as a fucking Rot- Roten? Rotan? Roten? Roton? You know, know what I'm talking about? I don't know. What so there's this little red little thing. We've got like he's an electric Pokemon, but he takes over electronic devices. Okay. So in the more recent Pokemon, so your Tron. Pokedex is a Rotan Pokedex. Rotan. I don't know how to fucking say this word. It's R O T O N. How would you say that? Rotan. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, like I've heard Proton, it both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've heard it different ways though. Because um, you said he's a little red ball, right? Well, it's like. <laughs> I think it's R H O T N, but oh. it might just be Roten. Nope, not whoever the fuck that guy is. Roly boy. Roly McPolderson. Pokemon. Rotom. Rotom. Alright, Rotom. Rotom. Uh. Electric ghost type Rotom can transform into various forms which resemble house appliances. Um, and you're like, what? I don't get it. 
But then you pull up pictures, and it's like, he's got a lawnmower version, and a pizza oven version, and a washer version, and a fan version, and a refrigerator version. Yeah. Yep. That Pokemon has an identity crisis. He's got something. It is a microwave. What did I say? A pizza oven? That's microwave noise. <laughs> Tonight on Space Time Improv. Um, <laughs> so aside with Pokemon, again, York, yes. weirdly, the thing that distracted me from Pokemon last time, I started up a new run of Forager. Because I fucking love that game. <laughs> I have a problem. Um, if there's a game that involves peaceful survival elements or crafting in any way. Chris you get attacked. We'll turn it you into have to survive in that game. Yeah, you can get attacked in Minecraft too. You just choose not to. <laughs> no, I go into easy mode. Easy mode. Mostly I'm peaceful. I mean, what's the point? Here's the thing. You don't need to play on hard no. to enjoy the game. You but don't you even to need play to on play a difficulty with... where monsters spawn to get a lot of yeah, materials. Yeah, and that's when I turn <laughs> it back on. I'm like, all right, I've gotten as far as I can without mob farming. Uh, and usually what I do is I'll build a fucking mob mob grinder and then switch it into <laughs> the difficulty with actual villains. Villains? Enemies? Um, but really, I haven't been playing too many newer games. Uh, I did check out a new uh, Game Pass, newer Game Pass game called I'm bad with words. That sounds like an interesting game. Tell me more. Scourge Bringer. <laughs> Scourge. It is scourge, scourge, scourge. Do you it's, bring the scourge? Or do you, you you bring the scourge? No, oh I think I actually don't know. I clicked <laughs> through the story part. Um, I don't like story. You're in just games. a UPS driver who delivers scourge. <laughs> <laughs> Your scourge is here. Um, yeah, so it's a kind of roguelike, um, roguelite, I guess. Uh, you drop in this world, you mostly use sword blade attacks, um, and you basically have to find mini-boss, kill the mini-boss, then go kill the main boss. I've still yet to kill the main boss in the first level. Because uh, it's hard. It's not an easy game. Mm -hmm. It is made to be like, alright, cool, you know what you're doing now, but now we've rearranged every all the rooms every time you come in. <laughs> um, and there's literally, like, you... There's a power-up room, there's a shop room, there's the mini boss and then the the mid the yeah, mid boss and then the final boss room um every time you beat the mid boss you get i don't know what the the currency or the the term is for the item that you get but basically when you die you can then use that to put it into your skill tree and this is literally it's literally a tree <laughs> um like it is built to be like branch one branch two branch three branch three. and i'm like that's actually really i love when they take that shit literally um, every time you die, you actually respawn in this place. It's like the ethereal tree or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can redeem, hop right in. And I've hit a point where I'm like, I could just go boom, 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 and then try and take him out. Just not even like working on anything else. But I've hit that point where I'm like, or I can beat the mid, mid boss, die, beat the mid boss, die beat the mid-boss, die. <laughs> you just, because every time you beat the mid-boss, you get another one of those so skill it's points. Like, it's like souls farming in Dark Souls. Kinda, I guess. I've no. never souls farmed. There's a way to do it in, I think it's Dark Souls 2, where you come across, you come to this bridge where there's a dragon that is like waiting at the end of it, 
and if you try to walk across it, he just burns the whole bridge, which would normally kill you. But if you're fast enough, you can come up the stairs underneath the bridge, like plant a couple feet on top of the bridge, wait for the dragon to start taking off, and then run back down underneath. And when he burns the bridge, he kills everything on the bridge. So you just get the souls. Then you can die, pick your souls corpse thingy back up, and just repeat that process again and again and again. Or you just run back to the bonfire if that's what you want to do. But you've got multiple ways to do it. Yes, it's an easy way to farm souls at the beginning of the game. Uh, Which I guess, yeah, that's technically what I'm doing. Um, Yeah, so game-wise, not much more than that. Uh, I am really enjoying it. I I do want to dedicate more time to that. Um, Again, I need to play and beat fucking Pokemon before the expansion pack comes out. Now I only have three months. Uh, (laughs) Right? uh... Something like that. Um, The only thing other than that, have you watched, and I doubt you have, Lock and Key? No. Alright, do you even know what it is? No. It's uh, a graphic novel adaptation on Netflix. Um, I really enjoyed it. I can't get into the comic, though, because I'm one of those people that if I don't like the art, what... I'll tell you what I did try to watch. Oh, what was that? <laughs> so, you always get on my ass for not watching How old far movies. behind are you? How, how old of a thing is this that you finally watched? Not very old. Okay. Um, I tried to watch Blade Runner. The original Blade Runner? Yes. I just, I just asked, how old of a thing? Do you know when the original Blade Runner came out? Like, 80-something? Let's see. 90-something, actually? No, 80, 89. 82. 82, really? Yeah, yes. So, here's the problem. This is why I don't watch these old fucking movies, right? I'm watching Blade Runner. Admittedly, it's the middle of the night. I'm trying to settle down. To I'm scare trying you. to get ready for work. It didn't scare me. It is so slowly paced. Everything that happens in the movie takes forever to happen. Which version did you watch? I'm what? watching the director's cut that's on Netflix. Is that the one that has the voiceover? I don't know. You don't know? No. Okay. Because I've been told that the one with the voiceover is actually trash. Don't watch the one with the voiceover. I will say the visuals for a movie from the 80s are fucking amazing. Right. Like, they're great. It is cyberpunk. It inspired a whole lot of other stuff that I enjoy watching. But just the way the movie is paced. Everything that happens on screen, even if it is interesting, takes forever to fucking happen. I'm still just getting over the fact that you're like, I watched the thing. It's pretty recent. <laughs> it's older than both of us. Uh, I actually do not like Blade Runner. Um, okay. I think there maybe... are aspects of it that I would, I do like, mm-hmm. but the major- the overall movie I'm just kind of like meh on. I think if I watch 2049, I may like that a little bit better. It's, it's a little bit more fast-paced action Probably more fast-paced. Dave Batista. Um, if not, he makes then things okay. whatever. I've still got... Shit like Alita and Ghost in the Shell fall back on not the movie, the anime. But well, Alita's a good is an entertaining. Alita is good, yes. Ghost in the Shell movie horrible. It had, it like one good part. You know what the you know you know what the one good part was the fact that that fucking scene the water the the fountain scene was almost shot for shot. Yes. Uh, and I have to give them that. Yes. Did they? And we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. People, yeah, will sometimes blow whitewashing thing. Out of proportion. This one, when they literally make the reveal of this character was an Asian girl, (laughs) and we made her a white woman. That was... No. That was definitely the wrong way to do it. If you're going to whitewash a movie, just own it. Be like fucking Avatar and just own your shit. Don't half-ass it. (laughs) Avatar will never make sense to me, too, because it's not like a white guy... 
whitewashed what's avatar. The, what's the saying from the movie? Don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. <laughs> no half measures. As, as Fish, Michael Fish. Michael Fish? I don't remember Fucking, the fuck his name I was. watched a review, actually. It's called. It's on a channel Elf I follow, Cosmo, Cosmonaut Variety Hour, where this guy, you know, reviews movies, sometimes with his buddies and stuff like that. But um, they did a review of Avatar, and he, like, watches it for the first time and reacts to it in real time while he's watching it. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, years after Avatar had, you know, come out. He knew it was a bad movie. He Air just wanted to see right? how bad it was. Um, Airbender, not the Airbender, other yeah. shitty Avatar movie. And as he's Fucking watching James it, Cameron. <laughs> he's pointing out how badly the movie itself is just cut. And then I realized, like, holy shit, this movie makes less sense than I remember because of the way it's cut. Things happen on the screen in the movie, and then before, like, you even get an explanation of what goes on, before you can digest anything, it just cuts the next part of the fucking movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is the most awkward watching experience. Does the movie make it... How far does that movie make it? Does it tell the whole story of book one? No, actually, it cuts it off right to where Azula shows up. So, here's the funny part. What? Yeah, so here's the funny part. Is it comes up to where Azula shows up, they show Azula at the end of the movie... And they were they cut expecting it another movie? They were expecting a sequel. That was a funny thing. Nickelodeon movies has not produ- did not produce a movie for like almost a decade by the time Last Airbender came out. Oh they God. chose M. Night Shyamalan as the director, but then also as the because writer. Because that should have been good. But then they also chose him as the writer. Yeah. And so he not only directed this movie, he wrote it as well, which was a bad decision. They, of course, fucked up the casting and never took time to fix that or deal with it or address it in any way. They release the movie, the movie sucks, but then they're ballsing enough to leave the original ending there because they think that they're going to get an actual sequel. Did they... I can't remember if it hit the the princess in the in the moon thing. It did. Okay. That was near the end. That was basically the climax of the movie as I'm going to the Northern Water. Which is the end. That's the end of that, of that book. Mm-hmm. Um... Fuck, now I want to rewatch it. I think their plan was actually to release one movie per book of the show. God, you should at least do two. Mm-hmm. There is so, and I guess there are a lot of little one-off stories. But Well, that was another that's problem. Is the first 40 minutes of the film is just literally the two pilot episodes crammed into that. <laughs> well, and that's why mm. Sears Unfortunate Events movie is bad. Horrible. Yeah. Not only does it... Uh, is, is it not well done, like... In general, but the fact that they're like, "Hey, we're gonna tell you the story of books one, two, and three, but we're gonna cut book one in half, then put book two and three, and then end on the end of book one." Yes. Did you ever watch the movie? Uh, series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Yes, I watched the movie. I never watched the show though. Watch the show. The show is amazing. No. They add in little things. They give you more than you expect. Uh, well. It's just such a good I think the next thing I'm going to watch anyway is... I'm going to go to the theater. I've got... When do I stop working? I got Tuesday and Wednesday off. You're going to go see Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm going to go see Birds of Prey and Sonic the Hedgehog. One one or the other. Double feature that shit. At the very least, I'm going to see Sonic. And then might do a quick review for YouTube on it. Alright. Well, we're doing... Well, we're actually going to see Sonic. I've already seen it. Mm -hmm. Uh... 100%, 100%, if you have not seen Sonic the Hedgehog, go fucking see Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, no spoilers whatsoever, but shout out to that team, and I feel so bad. I, I hope they all find work, because the uh, company that worked on the animation actually shut down. 
Um, one of the last things they that did. Makes me sad. One of the last things they did was the re the rework of the character design. That makes me sad because they put effort into that fucking rework. Yeah. And it wasn't to be honest. It wasn't just to them. please I, fans. I don't know what the series of events, events that it was not to please fans. It was partially to please fans. It was partially. It was to fans. save the fucking movie. I think that was also the reason. Um, I will admit, I would love to. I want to talk to somebody because of the turnaround. The turnaround on that movie. I still, there's part of me that doesn't believe that it wasn't planned. Yeah. Uh, because it was, we have the date, we're going to push the date, mm-hmm. literally what, was it three, four months? Yeah. So they had four months to redo basically an entire movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. I want, uh, I want to talk to somebody. It's a little weird if with anybody, a CG character, because all you have to technically do is remodel the CG. And just got to make sure that the And make sure the skeleton fix, fits. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, if there are any people in animation, talk to me. I want mm-hmm. to know these things. Because uh, it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. Like, beginning That's to end. The, yes, it's a very simply simple kid's story. Because it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I'm, I'm tired of seeing the stories of people being like, Sonic beat Birds of Prey this weekend. That was yeah, what I was going to say. It's is, an it's, R-rated movie versus a children's movie. But it's a very weird comparison to make overall, simply for the fact that movies don't have to compete against one another in the box office. Like, believe it or not, people, you are allowed to like two things. And I understand where the piss-taking of Birds of Prey is coming from, because it is supposed to be, at least it was marketed as, you know, a very girl power. This is the story of Harley in the DC Extended Universe separating herself from the Joker and all this toxic crap in her life. But that's what the Birds of Prey story is. It yeah, has it does been a really good job since its inception. Again, and everyone has loved that movies. story. You know, I understand that you want to like you know take it down a notch because you've got your own ideological bent to go on. But if the movie was good, just say that it was fucking good. Like, if your whole thing is, oh, we have to have a meritocracy and things should be able to stand on their own merits and you should be able to criticize shit for that, well, you know, if people say Birds of Prey was a good movie, then it was a fucking good movie. Let it be what it is. You don't have to compare these two things and make them fucking buttheads and compete with one another. And the, I think the, the worst part is uh, when everybody was giving shit, there were the people online giving shit about Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel came out and did amazing in box office wise. Yeah, I wish that Birds of Prey would have been able to do it too, so it could shut the, those fucks up again. The, the thing though is for me, but the big difference again. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. R rating. That's true. I didn't even realize going in this movie had an R rating. That movie yeah. had an R rating, but you put an R rating on a movie that is already splintering the fan base. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do all the air quotes because fuck yeah. those people. Um, it's polarizing. It can hurt your box office numbers. Yeah, for kids me, can't go see this movie. Yeah, kids for, kids should not go see this movie. <laughs> for me, it's just it's a weird thing to say. You know, it's a weird thing when people use box office numbers to try to shut up critics, though, because the box office numbers don't really determine how if a film is quality. Yeah, look at the Fast and Furious franchise. Is again not yeah. downing, not putting no. any putting it down, but. That shit does bang. I mean, some of the movies are objectively terrible films, but they fall into that niche category of there's so many of them. It's become a household brand at this point, and Fast and Furious. I think they're relatively cheap, People, cheaply made. They are relatively cheaply made. People will go see them just because it's a Fast and Furious movie and they want to continue the story. It's, it's like a watching very TV loved episodes. series in China because yeah. that's a big thing. And so 
it's just one of those things that's going to keep going and keep going and keep. I don't think Fast Fierce will ever run out of fuel at this point. Uh, <laughs> well, I think we talked about it. You heard there's the whole thing where not only are we getting a Fast and Furious 10, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a two part. So yeah. you get 10 in 10 2. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy yeah, jokes. 100%. <laughs> um, FF 10 2, aka Fast and Furious, not Final Fantasy. But, Final Furious. You know, all I'm saying is, if you're going to criticize a film for any reason, drop your ideologies and your ego and all that other bullshit at the door. I've been getting into more film criticism and learning more about film as we do this show and as I watch people who do similar kinds of content throughout social media. And, you know, I've learned things that I never thought I would knew know about the filmmaking process and about what makes a quality film to begin with. I mean, most of the quality film that's out there, most people have not seen. <laughs> that's just that's just the bottom line. Or they, it's they like, don't want to read subtitles. Yeah, but it's also kind of like, you know, when people talk about the underground music scene, right? Is You always have one guy who's going to say, oh, well, the underground stuff is always better than the mainstream stuff. In some cases, that is true. A lot of the good music that exists, nobody's ever going to hear. That's all there is to it. The stuff that people create they don't always share with the rest of the world or at least large portions of it so you have to deal with the fact that you know whether or not you personally like a movie it may be a well put together film whether you i agree with the ideology behind that movie or the message that it's trying to put out to the world it can still be a quality film and you just have to learn to accept that saying that birds of prey is bad because sonic did better than it numerically in the box office is not an argument. <laughs> no. uh, so speaking of <clears throat> movies mm-hmm. and fun stuff, and hey, because of Sonic, video game movies, uh, have you heard the news about the Borderlands movie? I heard something about it. So, supposedly, Eli Roth will be directing a Borderlands movie. Oh boy. Yeah. Now the reason why we know this is not because of rumors or anything. It's because uh, Randy Pitchford doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. Randy Pitchford has never known. How to <laughs> no, keep he's his not. Mouth shut. So in a very <laughs> he's quickly, the worst thing for Gearbox. In a very quickly uh, deleted tweet, he tweeted out, "I'm very excited. Welcome Eli Roth as director of the Borderlands movie in the development with Lionsgate and Eric Productions. That is a very please welcome Eli Roth to the team and be sure to catch the Gearbox official main theater show at PAX East." To learn more. So this one, a very hey, Randy Pitchford tweet there, because I, I think what happens at board meetings is they is like everyone knew, everyone's sitting down talking about like so we gotta and he had this wonderful picture. Yeah, <laughs> they're like I'll so so hey guys, you know you know Borderlands three is pretty much at a close now. We've you know finished up DLC packs on it and stuff like that. So we're gonna make the Borderlands movie. And then they all looked at Randy, who's sitting at the head of the table, and was like, "You have to keep your mouth shut about this." Until we say so. And Randy immediately He's pulled like, out his phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli Roth. <laughs> he's literally what? looking at his phone in the board meeting. Send. Fucking uh-huh. tweeting. And he's like, yeah, sure, guys. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think about that? You Do you want a, one, do you want a Borderlands movie? Yes and no. I want one because, you know, I think we've come to a point where we realize that, yes, video game movies can be good if they're executed, you know, well. Yeah, Sonic. Sonic, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Angry Birds. Yeah. So Thank you for just saying yeah and not I won't trying say, to put me down. I won't put you down because I still haven't seen it. So. <laughs> um, but you watch Blade Runner. I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll just put it this way. Video game <laughs> movies can be good if they're given to the right people. Tomb Raider was actually pretty good. And they're made well. The new well. one, not the old ones. Um, the only reason I wouldn't want to see a Borderlands movie is I don't think really any director can do that right. If I had a, if I had a director that came to mind that could probably do a really good Borderlands movie, it'd be Edgar like Edgar Wright. <laughs> Edgar Wright is the only be, person uh, I can think of that Edgar works Wright out perfectly. Edgar Wright or Taika Waititi at this point. Oh, someone yeah. Who, someone who works well with colorful, crazy themes and landscapes but can make them relatable and make you feel something so in those spaces. What I, what I want from it mm-hmm. is take the wit and comedy of Taika and even the mm-hmm. heart of Taika and Edgar but find somebody that also has the ability to make an action packed film yeah. and yeah. that's that's where that meet up is yes. kind of harder but to that's find. where Borderlands, Borderlands also I'll be honest Borderlands 3 doesn't have the best fucking plot um, yeah. you don't feel a whole lot from the story even though they try to pull your heartstrings like character deaths and things like that it just doesn't feel like the stakes are there it doesn't feel like a whole lot of shit you do matters um, that's an important part of making a Borderlands movie, though, is you have to make, you have to get people invested in your story. It can't just be about the bajillion guns that spurt out of a boss when you shoot them in the face. So my other issue, not issue, I guess, is they're going to, this is going to be a live action movie. Mm-hmm. I, in my mind, that is not a game that I, or a, a world that I want to see in live action. I don't want to see it in live action because I feel like, here's a th- Here's a crazy thing, right, is when you look at Marvel stuff, and then you look at, when you watch a Marvel movie, everything on the screen looks amazing most of the yeah. time, right? There are we're, not gonna talk about, we're not going to talk about Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster outfit. the fucking goddamn rubber fight at the end of uh, Black Panther. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That needed a couple more passes. But, um... It's still a great movie. Yes. You, like, most of the things in a Marvel movie look... Pretty great yeah. when you see them, at least at first pass, right? When you have that, Disney but then money. you get to the you get the Blu-ray and you get to watch the behind-the-scenes stuff, and you realize like ninety percent of what you're watching is CGI shot on a soundstage. Um, you you can feel that disconnect <clears throat> when you go back and watch the movie yeah. again, and that's the problem with Borderlands being live action is I feel it's going to rely on that same technology where there's going to be parts where it just feels disjointed and unrealistic. And in ways, it has to. I understand that. But I do agree with you in that it'd be much better probably as a fully animated feature. You know, CGI would be fine. Um, part of Borderlands' in my head, of course, look now, is that cel-shaded kind of deal. I was going to say, we, now in a, we live in a world that Spider-Verse existed. That mm-hmm. movie happened in looks amazing from beginning to end there's not a single thing in that movie that i'm like it could have been better visually um so to see that done to a movie from a comic to a movie i want to see that kind of work put in for a game that had a very stylized video game because Mm -hmm. this isn't just like call duty guess what boom you can make that live action easily battlefield you can make any of those other shooters you can easily make not a good but a a well represented visually video or a movie live action movie mm-hmm. borderlands is just one of those things where it's just a little bit too cartoony a little bit too yeah. stylized that i don't think it would work the, well the important the important facets of borderland of a borderlands movie the other thing i would like to see from this movie though is it be its standalone story 
by itself. Yeah, don't I try and don't retell. I don't want to see any old characters come back. Maybe some as cameos mm-hmm. who were here and there to help flesh out. Maybe supporting characters, like you could have like a Tiny Tina in there. You could have, you know, even if they got fucking like Ashley Birch to come in and do the lines for her. Oh, I'm sure she would love to. Um, you know, if you could put like Brick in there or something like that, that'd be cool. If you had the main characters as like supporting cast for a slew of new characters. don't rely on Lilith to be a main character yeah. or something. Um, and Not down on Lilith. I played as Lilith. She's a badass. Well, and they need to preserve the humor that Borderlands has had in it. Borderlands 3 kind of even dropped the ball on that a little bit because it was outdated at the point at the time. See, in, that, in that, I think, that's a big um, reason why I, st- I didn't even try to play yeah. it because going it, back, it throws, I'm like, this is old This is old humor that I'm not into anymore. It throws, like, ancient memes in your face and tries to make oh, you Oh, I didn't know it was that kind of out there. Um, Damn. So there's that, and so it's got to have some, some fresh humor in it that is the borderland style of we're just ridiculous and absurdist and that's it we're not trying to make you laugh the stuff is funny because it's funny yeah um and then just the action it's got to be chock full of guns and explosions and crazy psychos and stuff like that you know coming at the enemies but there's got to be a plot first and foremost there's got to be a beginning a middle and an end to that movie you can't just bank on the aesthetics of borderlands to carry it through yeah like, I mean, if it ends with them literally just opening a vault and getting fucked up by the, the thing, yeah. I'd be okay with it. Sure, yeah. it would just be this the first game again, but okay. uh, there's there's a lot of stuff in that world that they could pull from. There's a lot of threads in that in those games that they could easily ext- expand on. Um, there's plenty of things they could do. Or, like, you could do, like, almost a prequel to the yeah. entire storyline where it's like yeah these things exist when like where did this all come from how did like the fact that all these companies are set up the way they are to be these big uh what was it my I want to say what's the word help what is disney a conglomerate no it's Monopoly. Word. thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> What is Disney? Um, I try to say, I try to be nice about it. I say conglomerate, and then you're like, no, 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 no. That game where you want to kill your grandma because she took the money. She bought all the green spaces. There's some devil horns behind the mouse ears. We can see them. Yeah, you can't see them because they move behind the ears. It's part of the rule. The the horns have to be drawn behind the ears at all times. Um I was going somewhere with this. I don't know. You said something about murdering your grandma when you play Monopoly. Monopoly, man. Whew, that's a tough game. You lose family members. My mom thinks I cheat every time we play. You do. No, I'm just really fucking good. Um, back <laughs> she to, makes really you know, bad deals. That back to Disney and being a Monopoly. Uh, not really being a Monopoly, but... Did they buy someone else? No. But Disney related to Star Wars, to EA, your favorite company, everyone's favorite video game company. <laughs> Turns out, there was a third canceled Star Wars game. Oh boy! <laughs> so the order of events that happened basically were, let's uh, get in here real quick. I love how EA keeps doing that. Like, hey, you guys know the know the Star Wars game that you were really excited about that was coming from this other company? Well, fuck you. <laughs> Trying to see if I can find the the full list. Oh, you guys want Star Wars thirteen thirteen? Now here's Fallen Order. You guys, you guys want to, you guys want Kotor three? Yeah, that's too fucking bad now, isn't it? <laughs> So I can't remember the exact order. Is it okay? So yeah, we had the Amy Hennig gig, a game gig, uh, ra- or the ragtag canceled. 
2020, announced in 2015. They shut down Visceral, canceled the game in 2017. Um, then they announced Orca, the codename Orca, um, canceled 2018. <laughs> Turns out, in between then and now, they had been working on a spinoff of Battlefront. A Battlefront spinoff, codenamed Biking. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> so, while there are people... Here's the thing. Disney making a shit ton... EA and Disney making a shit ton of money off of the games that EA is actually putting out. The mm-hmm. mobile games are doing very well. They're making uh, probably billions at this oh, point yeah. on all the different mobile games. I really really hope that Disney does not renew their contract with them. Their their exclusive I contract. I hope so as well because as far as I'm concerned if if what you say is true if EA is making money, EA and Disney are both making money on the mobile Star Wars mm-hmm. games that EA is putting out, then I fear that Star Wars gaming future under EA will be mobile games. I mean, well, so in this is where I go with this. Mm-hmm. Take the Marvel route. Disney with Marvel is like, all right, Spider-Man, you guys are doing that. Avengers, you guys are doing that over there at, uh, not Square. Well, Square. Um, literally breaking off, putting all these different characters and titles in IP to whoever wants to do the games. Mm-hmm. They aren't making an eternal internal company anymore specifically for their games. Yes. They're giving them to other people and seeing what they do with it. You could easily be like, EA, you keep making these mobile games go ahead, you can have that license, whatever. Yes. EA with Respawn, you can keep continuing the last the, the Jedi Fallen Order storyline, do what you want, that was successful, people enjoyed it, whatever. But, everybody else can do things. They can give it to whoever they yeah. want. They can split off, be like, hey, uh, Activision, well, I doubt it would be Activision, because that'd be... No. What but would they make, it, a Call of Duty game? It's a good way to make... But it's a good way to make more Star Wars games, though, right? Give it to more people, yeah. To make quality Star Wars games is you let developers... Back when Lucasfilms was a thing, or LucasArts was a thing, right? Is yeah, LucasArts was the name behind their Star Wars games, but they used resources from all different game studios. And some of those games were really fun. You know, Bioware made the two best Star Wars games in most recent memory. So it isn't just like, oh, it's LucasArts and we have to control it and it's our license and don't you dare touch Star Wars like EA is. EA is pearl-clutching the crap out of Star Wars right now. And I'm sorry, but EA just hasn't put out quality content with that license. They made one good game. They haven't made enough. But they made like one game that was lauded as universally good, and that was Fallen Order. And... Into enjoyable yeah. multiplayer games, and but people, you know, with Fallen Order, it's like you can tell that EA did not dip its tendrils into every aspect of the development of that game like they did with the Battlefront titles. Which I feel like, what is the deal that they have with Respawn? Respawn seems to have the most control of any of their studios. I think the problem is is the way EA operates, especially the way the executives operate. What people need to understand is that publishers are businesses. They are designed mm-hmm. specifically to make a profit by selling a product. And the problem with EA is they get so goddamn terrified when they see a certain company put content out that they aren't going to turn a profit on it immediately. They aren't going to make investors satisfied with their product right away. 
that they just come in and they start wrestling control from people's hands. I don't think they expected Fallen Order to make any money, which is why they just yeah. let, you know, let them respawn, be like, yeah, God. go ahead and make it. You got because they together. operate under this mindset that they've been poisoned by with all these marketers and executives who have told them, you have to put microtransactions in the games and you have to go after the whales and you've got to, you know, monetize every little aspect and just put more and more and more out there on these marketplaces. Basically strip your games down to bare-bone contents and shove a marketplace at people and they'll just buy content and that's how it's supposed to work. And that's what they in some do. cases, especially with mobile games. But, it's but like, don't do it for every... You can't do it for every game, and especially a franchise as beloved as Star Wars. People are just not going to settle for it anymore, and they made that clear. They had to rework Battlefront 2 from the ground up to get people to just buy and play the game. And people do love it now. It yes. is it, And that's the thing, both the first one that they did and this new one, or newer one, are good multiplayer games. They are fun games. But I think what EA, ruined it was the multiplayer. All the I can hope is that EA has learned their lesson. Is that they pushed the envelope as far as it will go. And if they push it anymore, it's going to fall off the table, and the Star Wars license will be out of their hands. And so if they want to maintain the exclusivity and all the money that comes with the Star Wars license, they've got to treat it properly. If they can't do that, then yes, Disney should do what you said: take it from them and let everybody develop games under the Star Wars license with the stipulation that you're not going to intentionally you know, try to harm our license by making bullshit games that don't mean anything to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, obviously EA, fuck EA, whatever. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but, EA since games. I enjoyed this last week, last week, last week, last week. Uh, in the newer MPDs, yeah, yeah, two weeks ago, I don't remember how time works, uh, the most recent MPDs came out, okay. which are the, uh, well, fucking, we looked this up and I already The forgot. list that rank people. It's basically lankering, it, lankering, la- ranking, lankering, listing is where I think I was going there a little bit. It's <laughs> the top 10 selling video games, retail and digital, except for certain caveats because Nintendo doesn't list their digital prices or uh, their income or whatever, for 2020, January 2020. So we're going to go through the top 10. Because there's more, but fuck that. We're just going to look at top ten. What do you think? I like this. Can't read, can read, can't read, can read. Wow, vision. (laughs) All right. January 2020. What do you think the top-selling video game was for the month? Modern Warfare. No. No. That's weird. Yeah. Because nothing fucking came out. (laughs) Ah. Nothing, huh? Almost nothing came out. I can't remember what came out, though. This is a series that I believe is as old as we are. Uh, fuck. What the hell came out this month? It has a vegetable name in the title. A vegetable name in the title. Technically. Technically. <laughs> Technically a vegetable name. Yeah, yeah, you know. I don't know any games named after fucking vegetables, man. I don't know. He He's, uh, you know... It's pretty super, if you know what I'm saying. It's a Nintendo title, I guess. No, no, no. No? Think about the sentence I just said. He's pretty super. If you know what I'm saying. No, fucking... (laughs) Is it DBZ Kakarot? Yes! Dragon Ball Z Kakarot was the best-selling game of January 2020. Damn. 
Number two was Call of Duty. Okay. Um, number three is the same as last as uh, Je- uh, December's game or number three, which is you know everyone's favorite sport title. Man, FIFA. No, no, Fuck sorry, me. everyone. Uh, I should say everyone in America. Man. The other football, yeah. Um, number four, we've already talked about today. Boys. No. <laughs> that sadly is not on the top ten. Witcher. No. Um, Surprising. That's not still in the top ten. Super Monkey Ball Two. We did not talk about that. <laughs> it's fucking Star Wars. Last time you had a hard time picking Star Wars Two. Uh, weirdly, from a jump from number eleven to number five, what do you think number five is? It jumped from number eleven last month. Super Mario. I can't think of why it jumped that much, because the only thing that happened is the creator of the the original company that came came from retired. Borderlands, no, Doom, no. I don't think all these people who fucking retired. <laughs> I don't think either of those people retired, man. I'm like, no, no. Ape Escape 2. What? <laughs> you don't take this serious. Uh, we're hoping that... Ew, you know what? I think I know why it went up. Why? It recently came to Game Pass. Oh. It's a very, very huge game where it just continuously gets more and more updates... But they'll never ever give us more story. Puppetal G's. No. Nope. The game has no story. <laughs> yeah, this had a story, and we were promised story DLC, but they decided to just keep adding to the online multiplayer. Fuck. It I feel only, like I know this. It took them much longer than we wanted them to to add heists. Oh, GTA 5. <laughs> yeah, number 11 to number 5. That is, oh, I know why. They did a fucking event. If you play GTA Five online within a certain time frame, like over the last two weeks or so, um, you got a million dollars up front just for playing online. Was this in January? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, fuck, I missed out on a million dollars. You got a million bucks up front just for playing online and a potential through certain challenges to earn up to five million extra dollars. So the next five, three, the three in the middle of the five, I'm saying this weird, are all Nintendo. Um, but Pokemans? No. Mario's? Snickers? No. What? No. Mario was in the name of one of them. Odysseys? No. Party? These, Cart. The, Cart. Yes, Cart. Cart <laughs> has consistently been one of the best-selling games. Um, I feel like people keep buying it again. Is yeah. This is keeping Mario Kart Eat alive. So, all right. They sell it after they have a party, and then they have another party, and they're like, I need Mario Kart. I've done it before. <laughs> um, but I do it used, so I can return it within <laughs> seven days. Uh, number six was NBA 2K20. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven is Smash Brothers, still, surprisingly. Eight was Mario Kart. Ten, we're skipping nine, just because nine is, like, impressive to me. Because of the jump. It would, We'll get to that later. Uh, 10 was on here last time. It's um, sequel. We, I made the joke that it's technically a third game, but it's people call it the second game because it has a 2 in the name. It was Revolver, now it's... Oh, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Um, number 9 last month, as in December 2019, was in 20th place. 
It is now in ninth place. What? That is a huge fucking jump. It's a massive leap. And I believe it's because it came out, people kind of maybe were able to get it on sale, they decided to spend the money and realize that this is actually a really good game, really good, uh, keeps you active. We fit. <laughs> Very similar. Just Dance. No, no, no. You were good. Like, Nintendo specific. Ring Fit? No. Ring f- no, it's Ring Fit. Ring really? Fit Adventure jumped from 20 to 9. God. Have you seen or played any, or seen anybody play it or anything? No, here's the weird thing, is when I had my Connect for my Xbox One, because mm-hmm. I used, used do... the fitness app, yeah. like, the reason I rearranged my bedroom so my TV sits way far away from my bed is so that way I could use Xbox Fitness, because the Connect would just track your motions while you were working out along with the videos. Um... I like gamifying exercise as much as possible because I feel like it gets more people, especially people like me, active. Because if you give us a defined goal, we can see on a screen and we actually see, like, points and achievements. And achievements and anything. It's you the uh, dopamine, right? Yeah. It's, that thing. It's, it's just that reward response that you get. People are like, well, exercise is so reward. It's like, yeah, but it doesn't feel that way after you no. get off a treadmill. Not only that, for <laughs> it, it feels like exercise, you're exercise is a reward for some people. Yes. Other people... It's for me. We it want feels to do like it, but we just don't enjoy it, and we don't get that same satisfaction. Feels like I'm dying, and I want to go to McDonald's immediately after. <laughs> but get the healthy option, like the double quarter pounder, uh, <laughs> <with> bacon, <laughs> and extra cheese, and fries on your burger. That's a thing at Burger King. Did you hear about that? They're no. testing the Kurger fry Bing. only burger. Kurger Bing. Kur- what? Kurger Bing. Kurger Bing. It's actually a meme page on Facebook called Kurger Bing. My mind instantly went to rearrange McDonald's and it's Dick Monald's. <laughs> Dick Monald's! <laughs> Bacotel! Bacotel. Bacotel sounds like an anime character. Like that's just an anime character. Bacotel. <laughs> You'll never defeat me, Bacotel. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god. Fucking I'm trying to think of other ones. I don't know. I like Dick Monald's a lot. Dick Monald's! <laughs> Oh, God. Let's see. Because Wendy's is one thing. I mean, there's Tel Daco, but Del Taco uh, isn't around here. No. <laughs> Kite Wassel. Kite Wassel. Kite Wassel. <laughs> that sounds fucking racist. It sounds very close. <laughs> Kite Wassel. <laughs> Sounds German. <laughs> oh, God. Kind wassel. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other... Because, like, KFC, you could technically rearrange, but it would just be, like, CFK or FKC or... <laughs> FKC. Just fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FCK. This one is fuck. And it's not... Because it's not Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore, right? It's Kitchen Fresh Chicken? Kitchen Fresh Chicken, yes. Yeah, I don't want to work on... My mind doesn't want to rearrange those letters. Um, I just want to be FCK, so I can be like, you guys want to get some fuck? You want to get some fuck? Get a buck of fuck? <laughs> it's a fuck bucket. A fuck bucket. <laughs> <laughs> dark meat or white meat in your fuck bucket? <laughs> a little both. Uh, <laughs> someone sent me a meme of someone taking a KFC bucket over the drink machine and filling it up. <laughs> and the cabbage just, sir? Sir! <laughs> Did you know... 
that I learned this. Oh, shout out to. Oh, and I'm doing the thing. I'm telling people and friends. I highly recommend. There is a new Rooster Teeth podcast called Face Jam. They basically Michael and Jordan go. It was originally called the Michael Michael Jordan podcast. Um, so they went with Face Jam. Face Jam. <sighs> Avoid legal reasons. Um, <laughs> but they go out. They get the newest, hottest fast food or restaurant item, like the stupid random shit, um, and they do a review of it. One of my favorite new podcasts. They do it every every other week. Also known, they it's considered a Fortnite podcast because it's you know every fourteen days. Yes. Um, <laughs> spelled correctly. Don't do this nite shit. Um, yeah, that's dumb. But they they did an episode of the Nashville Hot Chicken because at the point it was a new thing. Um, and in they they do this section where they go through facts. Uh, some of them are real facts. Some of them are real with a twist. Facts. Um, Alternative. At facts. one point, <laughs> you could buy a special KFC bucket. I believe it was called the memory bucket, and you could, with a Bluetooth signal, take pictures and have them print out of the bottom of the bucket that had a Bluetooth connectable connectable uh, printer, photo printer. <laughs> You could print photos with your KFC bucket. <laughs> this is a real thing. No lie. 100% truth. Oh my god, I need this bucket. They go for a lot of money. I'm sure. Um, let's let's see if we can pull it up on eBay. The eBay's. I need this bucket, man. Can KFC you imagine just like memory what an epic prank that would be to bring in, like, an office party as you bring in, like, oh, yeah, hey, guys, I had, you know, KFC catered to our office party, and you bring in this fucking bucket, and then all of a sudden your bucket just starts spitting photos out on the conference room table. <laughs> of course, only incriminating embarrassing bucket. photos of your coworkers. That's what they need to be. <sighs> Nothing on there. Let's see if we can... <laughs> Memories bucket shopping. Let's see. Um, no, none of these are the memory bucket, man. I saw one that was going for like a shit ton of money. Mm. Although there is a tracksuit with just the kernel <laughs> printed on them. Um, wait, man, what's up? Are, are uh, tracksuits coming back or something? Tracksuits are kind of have been a fashion trend since. I want to say at least twenty the end of twenty eighteen almost. Um, the thing about tracksuits is oh geez yeah. it really is. So the thing about tracksuits as far as like men's fashion goes especially is there's a couple ways to do it. Um, for women they've been around for just as long, but it's like the classic tracksuits that people know the Adidas and the Nike and stuff like that. Those will always be classic designs. But now um, they're doing. I'm seeing a lot of like partnerships with. Well, like there's now a it's about the one. meme. It's about the memes, the lo-fi culture, and the ironic tracksuits. I know I've seen track suits with the. Uh, was it Ahigo? Uh, Ahigo faces. Uh, yeah. <sighs> that was a big thing. Is Ahigo uh, clothing and Ahigo uh, print one stuff was kind of a meme for a little while. Um, and now we're switching over to. Uh, but it's, Ito. Yeah, it's the vapor. Ito. The vaporwave designs, color blocks. Uh, 
classic tracksuits and ironic tracksuits are kind of the trend. Should we get green tracksuits? We could. I we'll mean, I'd rock some bonus. like green Adidas tracksuits. I'm wearing Adidas. Yeah, Adidas. All day I dream about something. I don't like sports. So the other thing. Something. <laughs> no. Um. I do enjoy that song. That's a good song. Yeah, Corn. so tracksuits are kind of back in vogue, I guess. A lot of the fashion trends are getting... Most of the fashion trends these days are when spins. When are airwalks coming stuff. back? I don't think airwalks. Do you remember airwalks? Back. I do remember airwalks. I used to have a pair of airwalks. Um, classic sneakers, though, are back in fashion now, and a lot of companies are bringing back their classic designs. I don't think we talked about this. Mm-hmm. They, Puma yeah. did a little branding deal with Sonic. Oh. Put out the shoes. They they look fucking legit. Puma put out the gaming chair. The gaming chair. Oh, don't the shoes. The gaming shoes. The chair. Oh, they put. I didn't know they put a chair. I knew about the shoes. Gaming chair. It's a lounge chair, like almost like a chase. Uh, doesn't look like it's made for gaming though. It looks like it's made for something else. Sex. Yeah. Fucking chair. Gaming the vagina. <laughs> How did you ever fucking get married? <laughs> I am adorable and lovable. I'm the single one. But apparently I just need to walk up to a girl and go, Gaming the vagina. Gaming. In hey, you way. want to game the vagina? I don't do that shit. I'm a very professional person. Um, Professionally bad. Ba-bam. <laughs> Finger guns. Pew. What's up? Was it? How was the line? Fuck. Sup, girl. How you living? It's, uh, Is that a real... Thing. You've never heard you you didn't watch Community. No. So there's an the end credits of Community always had like a little last last joke kind of thing, and it was Troy and Abed, um, role playing, uh, basically the in universe version of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and uh, this hot chick comes up and just kind of stares at Troy, and Troy just stops and looks back at her and goes like, "Sup, girl, how you living?" <laughs> and then Abed in the back goes. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty awkward. It's great. I love it. They're great. Um, where was I going? I don't know. We're talking about vagina. But uh, what else has Eli Roth directed, by the way? Uh, very, very uncomfortable to watch films like Hostel. Hostel was hilarious. You like body harm movies, body torture Here's movies. A- it's not even really like it's body horror. Well, just movie. in general, that that kind of stuff. He does the the like I do mutilation, face it, but I remember from acting, not from directing. Yeah. Um, um, damn, we're still in that. I was gonna go back. We have one last topic, but I was gonna run through he very made the very. Green quickly. Inferno, Inferno. Oh, he did Glorious Bastards. I He's guess in part it. Of it. Oh, that's right. He is in it. He, He's that's a, where I remember his fucking face from. Yeah. I like I like him as an actor. He's the bear Jew. Yeah. So we had a our first Nintendo Direct in quite some time. Yeah, what did they direct at you? We they directed a lot of Animal Crossing information. Sweet. Are you gonna get Animal Crossing? Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Animal Crossing is the most relaxing game on the planet. But I'm sad because one town per console. One town per console. Yes. Well, you are you really grumpy? Were you going to try and do what I was going to do and do multiple worlds? Guess what? We're friends. I also don't like fucking things up in video games, so I was just going to, like, nuke my world if I fuck something up and start over. I mean, you can. Oh. When you delete your save, you will be the only save, so that island will then be deleted. 
It's not like, oh, I recognize we're going to generate yeah. this so single island. So if you friend me and you try to visit my island and it's not there anymore, it's because I messed something up and needed to True. start over. <laughs> so speaking of the islands, when you start up the game, you actually get to choose from one of four pre-generated pre-gener- islands. Sweet. Um, that will, as long as you don't decide to start over from scratch again, <laughs> be your island. Okay. Uh, on top of, you now are able to fully cost- customize your character. So you can look however you'd like. You can finally be the non-horned, random, white, sweet, block-nosed person. Like the prettiest anime girl. Yeah, you can be the prettiest anime girl. Uh, <laughs> so is going to be Matsune Hiku. That's not how it's pronounced, is it? No, it's pronounced... I switched the first. Oh, models. we did the did Dick Monalds. Dick Monalds. He Dick Monalds. That's an. That's that's yeah. Matsunehiku. Matsunehiku. Hog the Rising. I am gonna call my place Gullagulla though. As long as you can fit it, I don't remember how long you. I always hated how short you could only name the islands. Gullagulla um, Island. So basically, all right. So, pick your island. You get to choose which hemisphere you want to live in. So if you want to live in our normal hemisphere, you pick that. Or if you want to experience the um, seasons, not in reverse, but you know. It's winter, you can be in summer, all that fun shit. Will my toilet flush backwards? Obviously no, because you're in a tent. There's no toilet in a tent. Because this is an island world. Where do I do the two things at? You have a shovel, and you can make the holes. (laughs) Um, this is not a part of the game. They did Why not announce this. Why does whole village smell like shit? <laughs> Fertilizer. Um, excuse me. They, uh, they detailed how online works. You can actually do, uh, four-player co-op from one, you, like, you are the, you come in as leader, you invite the rest of your town people, and you can play all at the same time, which is a really cool idea. Um, which I think might be the first time, yeah, because... There were only two console games, and you could not you do that in either. Invade and conquer enemy villages. So the on- <laughs> there are two things you can do with that. You can go to your friends' islands, but depending on how they invite you or list you, if you are just a friend and you've been invited, you can't do certain things. You can't destroy things or anything like that. Um, if they give you best friend privileges, you have the access to like the axe and the shovel and all that. <laughs> Uh, guess who's not becoming a best friend? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I revealed uh, my hand. <laughs> you can also, using um, the, because there's a 24-hour airport little, like, airplane guy, um, you can fly to random islands. So instead of having to go to a friend and hope they have a different fruit or whatever, you can actually fly to different islands Find, get the the fruit from there. You can meet new people that you might be able to bring to your town. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, like, in that, that's I think that's a really cool idea. Uh, it is cool. Just the fact that you can now, like, kind of influence who's going to move to your town. Um, speaking of that, now, because you are coming to, you basically come to this island, deserted island. It's you, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of random animals. Uh, as the animals come there, you can actually designate where you want their houses to be. 
Nice. So you don't have to be, you drop your place, you pick where your house is. So I can is. have like a designated residential yeah. section of the island instead of just having them put their house wherever, wherever the fuck, the they, fuck want. they want. Yep. And then being like, hey, I got this thing, can you go deliver it to this guy who's 80 fucking miles from here? Um, so I thought that was a really cool thing. You can mark areas being like, this is going to be a plot of land, this is a plot of land for this person, whatever. Uh People can visit your town and be like, oh, I love your town. You can talk them up on the town so they can stay there. Um, you can, you have multiple, there's so many different options. Like, you can stick with just a tent, or you can go to the house, which means you then just have to pay more money to Tom. <laughs> uh, they've introduced, I'm not sure if this is, was in any of the handheld versions, but if you have a house, you actually have extra storage. So it's like, all right, I have all this shit don't have enough room in my pockets, don't have anything, enough room in my tent, you can, if you have a house, you actually have, like, a storage shed. A storage you don't see it, but they just allow you to store other items, excess items and all it's that, like which stash. I think is a really cool idea. Um, you basically, the way that it looks to me and the way that they're showing it off, you are basically turning a desert island into your own full-on town. Because you'll be able to take what is a tent where you can go and learn new crafting abilities, which I think you've seen. That was originally in some of the uh, of the first reveals, is you are now crafting items. Yes. Um, you are basically going to upgrade the tent where Tom Nook works. It'll eventually turn into a full-size building. You can, uh, I don't know, they haven't detailed how it happens, but uh, like the Able Sisters will come. Uh, museum will show up, all these things, and I believe you are the one that gets the place where these things are going. So you eventually will build the entirety of the town. Nice. Um, and what helps that, along with you, hopefully, because they didn't go into the detail, hopefully you're going to be able to place those on your own, placing where the people are going to live. You, at one point, again, they're just telling you all the things that you're going to be able to do. We don't know how the progression is when you get to unlock the abilities. You can terraform the island as in you can make the great you can get rid of water you can make streams you can even make it so a cliff or like you the different levels are now edit the land yeah. itself and i'm like that is amazing yes because you can do that you can change the pathways you can make it like there's a sand path dirt path cobblestone so path this game will become almost like a mario maker in a sense where people are going to be competitively crafting oh i'm islands. sure that'll be i mean that was a big thing in um pocket camp was hey we're <laughs> here's a theme make it look like this and i'm sure people are going to be like hey here's a theme for your town make a whole fucking thing yeah. um i'm 100 gonna do pixel art because <laughs> uh, you can you do you pick little spots and be like doo, doo, doo. Yes. um i'll make a creeper i like creeper faces <laughs> that's all uh there is, oh what was the other big part my mind's blanking I, Amiibo are around again. We don't really know what they do yet. I know I have KK Slider, and I just bought. Mm. Uh, that may actually Resetti. spur me to buy some fucking Amiibos for once. And they're right now they're fucking mm. cheap as shit. Go to there's some on sale at GameStop. There's some on sale at um, Five Below. They're uh, five dollars. Um, <laughs> which fuck Five Below by the way. They have end caps where it's like ten dollars, ten below. Really? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, <laughs> that defeats the purpose of this store. Really does. It's like, hey, welcome to the dollar store. We have things that are more than a dollar. That's why the like, Dollar Tree they put signs everywhere that say everything is dollar. Yeah. Um, 
But no, I I am fifty five inch flat and super excited. TV oh, that'd be great. I'd be I'm super excited for this game. Uh, I I have I always think loved. Yeah, I've always loved Animal Crossing games because again, I I enjoy games where I don't have to worry yeah. about dying. I still only play the original Animal Crossing and Pocket Camp. And that was it. So there is some kind of crossover between Pocket Camp. Uh, they haven't mm-hmm. re- they haven't really detailed it too much. Uh, they are adding in the ability to scan in QR codes for designs. Nice. Um, they've actually extended what you can put designs on because it used to be just on clothing. Now you can mm-hmm. put it on furniture that you craft. So we're 100. I'm, my town is 100% going to have a couch with the Space Santaka logo on pillows. Nice. Um, I would like there to be an ability to, you know, take an image and load it as a texture in Animal Crossing. That's what I want. So that used to be a thing online. Mm-hmm. You would import a picture and it would convert it to pixel art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they'll do it again. They only showed off scanning QR codes for the two 3DS games. Okay. Uh, which is really disappointing. If that I, I doubt it because every every version of the game has had its own creation tool, um, but I'm going to be very upset if you have to create it on the other consoles. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not I'm not buying a fucking well, handheld for I mean, my the only handheld. Thing coming out alongside that though is Doom Eternal. Which, not on Switch. Well, no, not on Switch. Um, did you remember because Doom popped up over there? Well, it did. Yeah. It, it keeps reminding me also that I need to actually start over and replay Doom from the beginning because I never finished the game and I want to go through it and all And I'm again. good. I have no interest in Doom. Um, no, I did see gameplay of Doom Eternal. They did more of it. Oh, it looks great. It looks amazing. Um, it's just not my thing. It looks very exciting. The multiplayer, they're trying something new. We'll have to see how it actually works in practice. Uh... <clears throat> That's coming out, those games are coming out, what, next month? Uh, March 20th. March 20th, so literally the day before my birthday. <laughs> we were we um, were almost exactly a month away, because it's the 22nd yeah. today. And right? then shortly after that, well no, I can't even say shortly after that anymore, because that got delayed till September. What, Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk? Yeah, but you know what we still have in April? What? Uh, Final Fantasy Remake. Oh, that's right. Once that comes to PC, I will 100% be picking that up. I think I'll be fine playing on Xbox. Um, well, it hasn't been announced for Xbox yet. Oh. Darn. It's okay. Do you not have your PlayStation anymore? I do. I. Uh, you just don't want to buy it on PlayStation, do you? Yeah, I unsubscribed from PS Plus because I wasn't playing it anymore and I need to save the money, honestly. Um, just, I haven't touched my PlayStation so long. I'm like halfway finished Spider-Man and just haven't bothered Did to push back up and play it. Did you finish Kingdom Hearts 3? Yes. Okay. It's on Game Pass now. Or it is really? coming to Game Pass within the next okay. couple of weeks. I finished it all on my PS4, um, so... All of Kingdom Hearts is now currently available on Xbox. I may just be getting rid of my PS4 at this point, honestly, because there's nothing I play... I bought it to play exclusives on it, but the problem is, is so much new stuff keeps coming out. Wait until they announce trade-in deals. Really? Well, think about it. PlayStation 5 oh, yeah. is coming out this year. Yeah. You want to get a little bit, a little bit extra from... The, yeah. It's just Kingston. it's hard for me to justify it when <clears throat> I said I want to buy it for exclusives, and I still haven't played those exclusives because I just keep going back to my Xbox because there's more things I haven't played on that yeah. that I want. And play. you're already you're paying for a Game Pass, yeah, right? And I'm play, paying for Game Pass. You know, so there's Game Pass games I want to play. I'm in Call of Duty, which in and of itself is like a perpetual game right now because you have to keep on top of that battle pass for it to be worth it. 
So it's it's all this management stuff, this time management stuff you have to do with gaming right now. <clears throat> if you play games like I do, mm-hmm. um, I don't have time to you know set up my PS4, switch over to it every time I get done with Xbox, and then invest a bunch of time in another story driven game, which the way game pausing on PS4 works is still a little strange because, you know, you pause the game with the PS button like you would do with the Xbox. home button on an Xbox, and then if your PlayStation shuts off, the game doesn't resume where it was like it does on Xbox if the Xbox shuts off. So it's just that much harder. Um, so I just can't justify owning the console right now. I get um, that. You know, if it comes to one of those things where it's like a retro thing... Like, I still have my PS2, and I want to play, like, the Uncharted series. Sure. But these games also aren't doing anything to really blow me away. They aren't unique enough from one another to be worth playing anymore at this point. Like, the reason I own a PS2 is every game I own on the PS2 is a completely different experience from the game sitting next to it. That's why I buy that stuff. <laughs> uh, I, uh... I, I don't see myself buying... Definitely not the PlayStation. The new PlayStation coming out. Yeah. Um, I don't uh, think a lot of people are banking on buying the Series X right away. So, and that's the thing. I I want to see... I am I am so excited to see what they, go, they are going to announce. Because we already know, one, they are not announcing... There are no exclusive Xbox Series X games. Mm-hmm. The point of Xbox at this point moving for the foreseeable future at least, is to create a cohesive, um, what's that, Envi- not environment, there's an ecosystem. Yes. Thank you. You reminded me. <laughs> um, where if you have an Xbox, you can play all Xbox games. Will they look better on other consoles? Yes. Like other Xbox consoles? Yes. That, sometimes, the, the FOMO thing, where like, oh, I'm missing mm-hmm. out on better looking games or better performing yes. games. That will sometimes get people to buy the better system. For me, it's um, got to be. I think for a lot of people, though, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be a quantum leap to justify the price. Well, and, and here's the worst thing to people like me right now. Mm-hmm. I have a computer. Yeah. I have a computer with Game Pass. Game Pass. The way that Microsoft has worked their system, mm-hmm. all first-party Microsoft games are going to Game Pass. Yep. At the same time, all first-party Microsoft games are Play Anywhere titles, a.k.a. you can play them on PC. Yep. So because I have a working, a good working PC, gaming PC, I can play all Xbox titles for $15 a month. Yep. Um, which, I mean, for me, is great. Yeah. For them, I'm thinking it's still great for them. It is great for them because it ensures that they do not have to sell copies of that game. Yep. If enough people are subscribing to Game Pass for even 15 bucks a month, or whatever it may be, 15 bucks a year even. Well, because that's... No, what? 15 no. a year? Well, 15 a month, I think, at this point, is the yeah. price. Um, um, even if it is that, whatever it may be, whatever the deal may be, it means they don't have to sell $60 copies of that game, a certain a number of units of that game, to turn a profit anymore. Because so, they have enough subscribers to the service that they're launching it on. And I don't see anything for the most recent, but... Literally, I googled active Xbox Live accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, January of last year, mm-hmm. Xbox Live had 64 million monthly active users. Mm-hmm. So if you have, you convert those 64 
Mint how many is million? One is six euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times fifteen a month. So fifteen times twelve is sixty. Huh? Well, I'm just doing it yearly, but you're doing it monthly. So oh yeah, yeah. Nine hundred sixty million dollars, basically every month. a month. Yes. So and you said because it's what fifty or sixty a yeah. year? I think it might be fifty. Let's just let's do fifty because it's yeah. mm-hmm. that's three point two billion. Yeah. A year. That's if now divided in half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's if everybody is doing it. Even if it's half. I mean, it's still half a couple billion. It's one point six. It's almost two billion dollars. Yeah, so it's um, almost two. If you even if you just estimated half of. The I players, don't even think in the the thing is I don't think many people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are plenty of people, but most people I don't think do the the yearly thing. I mm-hmm. think they're monthly, not because they wanted to, but because they just don't think about it. Yeah. Like I know I still do monthly, and it's mostly because I'm like, it's already pulling it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's. It's just one of those things, like I said, it's great for Microsoft because at this point they know that they do not have to sell physical or even digital 60 dollars units of that game over and over to turn profits anymore. Yeah. Um, it's a new way of distributing games to a market. The only thing that people are going to miss out on, of course, if they even care about it, are games that are not released through Game Pass, third-party titles on the Xbox. Now, that may be... If you're playing on PC, that's probably not a big issue. You'll find a platform you can get those games yeah. on. For me, I buy consoles because of convenience. It's easier for me to connect you know with it's friends. Work. You know it's going to work. I know it's going to work. I don't have to worry about, you know, is my you know machine future-proofed and all this other shit to get a game to work on it. Yeah. The PC I have right now is a decent machine. It's not yeah, amazing. Yeah, we've talked about this. It's not blowing Save things out money. of the water. But it's good enough to run stuff that's out currently. Um, and I would like to keep it that way for a while. Yeah. Like I said, the Xbox Series X has to be a quantum leap for me. It's got to be an improvement in how games run. It's got to imp- be an improvement in how they look. It's got to be an improvement in how the overall console itself functions. A lot of the Xbox One dashboard is still very laggy, still very slow. I um, don't agree anymore. It's so much better than it used <laughs> to be. It's now all in one page. Oh, okay, you got the update already. Oh, yeah, I'm, which is funny, because I haven't done anything in the pilot thing I, in quite I some used time. Xbox Live Insider, but I did not sign up for the for the update. Anime Just, Month is back. Anime Month. Get free oh, game. Oh. There's free anime. You can get free anime through Anime Month. Free anime. Free anime. Free anime. Free to play weekend. Oh, free boy, season. free season of Fairy Tale. Plus, oh, plus sale. <laughs> I can get rewarded for doing these things. Yes, I have my Xbox on over here. I'm installing and uninstalling games. I, inst- I uninstalled over 100 gigs of content, which was really only two games. I uninstalled a lot of stuff. Oh, I wanted to, <laughs> just to close this out here, I remember when I put out that tweet about the Call of Duty download thing. Yes. So the update on Xbox specifically was like 67 gigs. It was downloading slow for everyone. There were people talking about how, like, they had gigabit Ethernet connections set up, uh-huh. and it was still downloading slowly That's for them. That's so weird. I never so had those kind of issues. I did a little bit of snooping around, and I think I have a good idea. I can't be 100% certain, but I have a good idea of what happened. This is the server pool that was used to host the downloads for this update was not nearly as large. <laughs> was not large enough to meet demand, basically. So traffic that was running into those servers when it came down to crunch time and everyone was trying to download that Season 2 update had to split that bandwidth so thin. Yeah. 
and it got stretched so thin that I'm talking about, I'm looking at my Xbox, it is dropping the connection over and over again to the server, just not downloading that anything. sucks. When I turn around and look back at it, the highest download speeds I can get were maybe 30 megabytes a second. I turn around, and I look at it again, it's dropping down to kilobytes a second. So it took me several hours, about seven or eight hours, to download a single game update that is as large as a regular game file. That's ridiculous. That's a problem. Um, and then when you had tweeted me and said, are you sure it's your internet that's okay? Because yeah. um, his internet usually is bad. So I, it used well, to be I really bad. I hardwired a lot of stuff in my room, and so when I turned around and downloaded something else, it wasn't even of a comparable size. I was just downloading to test speed. Turned around and downloaded some other game. Downloaded just fine. Fast as it could possibly go. I was up to like 60, 70 megabytes a second. Everything was going smoothly. So I think I, this might just be this month or this week or something, but it looks like Grand Theft Auto is also on sale. Oh. Like base level Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, probably. It's $23.99. Yeah, it's $24 for Grand Theft Auto right now. So that might contribute if it's been going on for a while in communities. Yeah. Or the other in other places, it might be why it's so just, high on that list. I have not been able to get back into playing it. Yeah, me neither. Um, it's such a grind. But Deep Rock Galactic, that's a game I keep saying we should play. Yeah, uh, Alright, well. I think that's it, though. Thank you for joining us on another... Oh, wait, no. You're going to do this, right? You know all this, right? Yes. I think. <laughs> I can do it. I'm like. going to try. Okay. <laughs> We're live anyway, so if I fuck it up, I'll hey, just do it. It's fun. Hey, hey, hey. So, thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Taco. Please follow us on all the social media. Please visit our merch store on the Etsy thing now. Yeah. There's a link on the website, spacetimetaco.com. Yeah. And if you're looking for us, it's just Space Time Taco on everything. Literally everything. I've been Nate. That's been Chris. Oh, he doesn't have a call out. Go inside and play video games. I just thought about that. It doesn't work. <laughs> oh, God! Look how... You can't see how <laughs> much it disappears. You. It's like a ghost taco. <laughs> God damn it.